You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Suits After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Suits After Show. This is so much better than Gaga. Hey everyone, Bing is here doing, and we're here doing another AfterBuzz TV after show for Suits, Season 3, Episode 9, Bad Faith. I am Tiana Hobson, and joining me tonight, I've got a full panel. It's awesome. Why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves? I'm Thaddeus Massey. I'm a K. <laughs> and I'm a Shida Um, Speaking of bad faith, there is a lot of dirty dealings happening in tonight's episode. Mm-hmm. Side deals. Yeah, side deals. I got a little lost for a minute, but then I came back and I thought that they tied it up nicely with a little, well, not with a bow on top, but by the end of it, I understood what was happening. Um, it starts off with this whole dissolution of the merger. We knew this was happening and that it was going to be a battle. Darby wasn't just going to lay over and die. But I liked how they matched everyone up with the British version of them, basically. Except for, I mean, Harvey had um, Scotty. Um, Lewis had that Nesbit guy with the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel. Yeah, Nigel. Nigel. Um, so it was, it was fun to see, you know, them kind of have to go to battle with each other. Um, to get things done. Lewis clearly um, finally feeling a little bit of love from Jessica and Harvey because um, after Harvey first knocks him down, um, Jessica does decide to let Lewis kind of handle the dissolution, even though she was like, hey, I'm going to make him the quarterback, but I'm going to snap the ball to you, Harvey. Um, I thought that was a big step for Jessica to kind of take the leap and let Lewis in on the game plan for once, but then Lewis kind of not choked, but he kind of did exactly what Harvey said he'd do, and I felt so bad for him. What did you guys think? Well, the thing with that is, Lewis actually took the initiative to approach Jessica about it to begin with, so it wasn't like they came and asked him. He actually said, look, I think basically you're distracted, distracted. you're going to make an emotional choice, and that's going to hurt the deal. So he actually approached her. It's not like they went to him, and he was actually thinking opportunistically, but he wanted to help at the same time. Yeah. He wanted to have opportunity to prove himself. Well, I had two questions that I wrote down for, you know, specifically regarding Lewis. I said, did Harvey do the right thing by going off at Lewis? Um, and should Jessica have given the negotiation to Lewis? Those are and two good questions. That I wrote in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Before you even knew what was going to happen. Exactly. But I think... Harvey did a great job playing it off at the end, and whether he meant it or not, it meant a great deal to Lewis to hear the words coming from Harvey and to hear Harvey telling him that he's an excellent attorney. Mm-hmm. And, you know, nothing happens without a reason and cause, so it showed people's true colors, as we always see, so it helped 
Harvey see Scotty in a different light and um, also it shed some light on him and his ego, mm-hmm. which we got to see that Scotty wasn't the one that, you know, played yeah. him wrong and did the side deal. Yeah, that was interesting to see. Um, and I thought it was cool. Well, not cool, but it was interesting, too, because you have Lewis, who's pleading his case with Jessica about all the reasons why he should be the one. He's not emotionally invested in this. He doesn't have the blinders on. He can go in and do exactly what she wants. And he walks in there and lets, um, what's his name again? Nigel. Nigel. Um, get the upper hand, but because Nigel brings up Mikado. And how and the, and the letters that Lewis has been writing <laughs> to Mikado, and how you know the picture he sent and rips that up, and Lewis sends Katrina out of the room after telling her, "Hey, make sure I don't you know turn into the Hulk and Hulk out and lose my mind." And he does exactly that. So I was like, Lewis, you you came to them like, "Hey, I'm the man to solve your problems." And then, but it's ended up- different when you when you do that and you know they don't believe in you and. You know, they they don't have, you know, you don't have backup. Mm-hmm. But seeing, you know, seeing them towards the end of the, the episode where Harvey was backing him up and he's like, yeah, tell them, tell them how great I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's completely different. Uh, any person's self-confidence would go up and you're more sure of yourself and they're not able to crack you that easily. Mm-hmm. When you know you have a support system and people actually believe in you. Yeah. He thought Harvey was genuine. Whether he was or not, we don't know. We'll see <laughs> <laughs> in the finale. But, you know, Lewis was a completely different Lewis. Yeah. And I think that Lewis working with Katrina now is kind of helping. I think she was helping him kind of build the confidence because she puts all her faith into him. Whether that's whether she actually believes in him or not is. I mean, we know how she can be. She can be shady sometimes. But, you know, having someone like that, Lewis finally has his mic, and it's Katrina. So having someone constantly believe in you and be like, no, you need to stand up for yourself. Here's the, I found a loophole. We need to go after it this way. Try this angle. Like, you need to go to Harvey with this. You know, having that backup kind of helps boost him up, too. And I love the mug that she got him. (laughs) Yeah, that was cute. And just got lit up. You just got lit. That was up. cute. And and she got it copyrighted for him too. <laughs> just in case he decides to go to, to Barney's or something with mugs. <laughs> Lewis starts suing everyone who uses lit up. Right. That would be hilarious. Right, that would be I mean funny. he su- he mock trout sued over a cat, so <laughs> who knows where he'll take this whole lit up thing. Exactly. Maybe they'll be the next uh, Harvey and Mike. Who knows? I'm seeing little you know, clicks of Harvey and Mike uh, mm-hmm. developing. In the development stages, so it's getting interesting. That's a good point. Yeah. That's really good. I like that, too. I like that. And I like Katrina being around more. As much as I think she's shady and... No, but I think Mike really cracked her when they were working on the case. Mm -hmm. I think he really handed, you know, her uh, aunt said Mm -hmm. that no one likes her. And the only reason that she got into the company and the only reason she's there is because... Of how she did it. Of how she did it. So no one respects her. No one wants to work with her. So it was a reality check for her. And Lewis was actually willing to accept her and take her in. Mm -hmm. So... She felt accepted by someone now that, you know, the same way that Lewis is feeling accepted by Harvey and Jessica. Yeah. So you start to work differently when, you know, someone actually wants you on their team versus Mm -hmm. someone Mm -hmm. that just has to work with you. 
Yeah. And they don't want to work with you. Yeah, I'm excited. I hope that they bring her in for more to do because she's been kind of in and out a lot in these first episodes. So maybe in like the winter season, we'll get to see her there more on a permanent basis. I think so because, you know, with Rachel getting accepted in Stanford, mm-hmm. this is a, you know, a twist that we we knew might be coming, but we weren't really expecting it. Whether she decides to go or not, if she does, I think we'll be seeing more of Katrina because she has to fill in, you know, the role and she has to fill in um, Rachel's shoes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe that's when her and Mike will finally start playing nice with each other. Because Mike won't have Rachel there to kind of bounce his ideas off of, so he'll have to go to um, Katrina instead. I kind of think they would be a better team. They, those two together, would be pretty unstoppable. I think Katrina and Mike. Yeah, it's gonna make Rachel jealous. Yeah, Rachel, <laughs> Rachel would be thousands, too happy about thousands it. of miles away. Yeah, she'll be in California. California. Yeah, she won't be thinking about him anymore. She'll be out here. She'll be out here. <laughs> Um, and speaking, I know we talked a little bit about um, Scotty and Harvey, but it was in- I liked seeing Scotty back. I liked that she kind of came back and was like, you know what, I'm not letting you distract me anymore because all those other times I was here, you know, I always was thinking of you. So that's why I never beat you. BS. But this time I'm t- I'm taking you down. She talked a big game. That was BS. That was really? She BS. Came- the last time she was there was for the merger, and she basically sold the company to. You know, the idea of mm-hmm. merging the companies to uh, Harvey and Jessica. Yeah. So how is that? And there's know. a lot of deal cutting because now Scotty has a new deal with Darby, which they had a deal before, which clearly didn't work out in her favor. So now if she can beat Harvey with the whole dissolution thing or if she beats this whole thing, then she gets her name on the door over there. At what point do you let or do you not let emotions get in the way of business and, you know, deals that you have to do? It just seems like it's constantly getting in the way uh, with Scotty and Harvey. And then we see Rachel and Mike and yeah. we saw Donna and Steven. It's just it seems like it's all over the place. It does. Um, sorry. <clears throat> um, but I think that with these two characters, or at least these two firms, there's too much history that goes back now where everything they do, no matter who you are, like Lewis thought, you know, he wasn't going to have any emotions, but then they still found a way to hit at his emotional point. So these two firms, they need to break up because there's so many emotions that no one thinks straight. Everyone's out to one-up the other person, which is why you have Scotty going to Harvey and being like, hey, I need a favor. Like, you're going to cream me. Can you please not include the um, the Folsom Foods settlement or the payment into our settlement? And Harvey's like, sure. But that was I, so stupid. Yeah, well, he wasn't was, like, sure. Well, but he wasn't. He was very reluctant. He was reluctant because Scotty is not to be trusted all the time. But at, the, at that time, she is really her back's up against the wall. She doesn't want to look bad again. But she always comes to Harvey when she's backed up against the wall. And she always tries to appeal to his emotions for her mm-hmm. to get her out of it. Was that a good lawyer or a bad lawyer? I don't know. Because part of me hates that she does that right. because I want her to just be able to, as a woman, just stick it to him and find a way around it. Mm-hmm. But then <laughs> and the other part of me is like, oh, well, you know, if you can use this against him, right. you know, use your enemy's weak points. Right. But Which then it's also her. Yeah, yeah. But it's also her weak point. So Harvey could do the same thing to her. Right. 
I have to say I don't think that counts. You know, if you are in a relationship or we're in a relationship with someone, that's not really winning by, you know, going to them and asking for mercy. Yeah. That's not being a good or bad lawyer. You're just going there as, you know... A personal favor. A personal mm-hmm. favor. So it, it really doesn't have anything to do with how good you are. If it goes to, you know, court or, you know, whatever it may be... She beats and, him, beats him. That's another mm-hmm. story. Exactly. But she did come to him like... That's just using like, your appeal me. to to get what you want. Mm-hmm. Like, most people do. So. And, and he did say... It's just good business. It's not personal. It's just good business. And mm-hmm. then she, she, she t- made she, it personal. She stepped closer to him and got in his face. And then she was like, "I'm asking you." Yeah. And she made it personal. It had nothing. Well, to do no, with she did say that this is, you know, for me. If you br- if you don't, uh, if you include the settlement, you're gonna break, uh, break, you're gonna break the yeah. house. She and- said, "I have nothing mm-hmm. else. I have nothing." She like, I don't say that's personal. When I say she got in his face, I mean she got closer to him. Like she got. In yeah. his personal space, like she Be- wanted, she wanted to make it intimate. Like I need this. This is not business. I need this. Mm-hmm. Like for professional survival. And I know you care about me as a person, so please help me. She was like imploring in a yeah. nice professional way. Like, you know, give me a hand, bro. Like, I need help. <laughs> and especially since she started off with this whole big speech about how she was going to take him down and she wasn't going to let emotions get in the way of that. Right. And then when she found out that she was losing and was going to crumble she goes to Harvey with the emotions of I need you to do this for me. In his house. In his house. Using his key. Yeah. He should have got the Taking it back. Bold. That was really bold. That was not business. If you're going to someone's house. Making yourself at home. Pouring yourself a drink. That's. She was there off the record and just needed a favor. Jessica even catches it. She should yeah. have been there, like, with the nighty on her butt naked or something. Like, don't let yourself into the house when things are <laughs> over and you're not ready to make it crack. Like, what are you doing? You can't, like, I want to do a, I need a business favor from you. And you let yourself into the person's home? Like, we don't have anything going on anymore. Be naked with some brandy, wine, something. A fur wrapped, you know, like, you ready? Like, hey, boo, what's up? <laughs> you know, I was just thinking about, remember that one time in the front of the fireplace? Yeah. Okay, by the way, I need this favor, too. That's what that it should have been like that. She should have given him, you know, she should have been ready to make it happen. Even if he would have said, It's okay, I, I'll hook it up. She should have been ready. She came there, let herself, welcomed herself in the house, like, really? <laughs> You're really bold. That's really bold. Hey, that's that's a, bold. They're that's a, they're not in a relationship mm-hmm. anymore. You know, he should have changed his lock, so I think the producers probably thought they gave us a little bit too much in the beginning with Rachel and that was a great. Oh, I'm honey. looking over because great I want to see her honey. reaction. <laughs> we'll get more should, on they that. They should have scene. had like a bow or something on the back. <laughs> a little risque, though, didn't they? Yeah, but we'll get onto that. I want to finish okay. up with the Scotty storyline before okay, we get okay, into fine. that because um, I want to devote the right time to that whole relationship there. But um, so Harvey ends up, you know, excluding the Folsom Foods thing. Um, explains to Jessica that it could basically turn into a Hatfield, a Hatfields and McCoys. Um, if they don't just, you know, let this go and dissolve this the fair way and just kind of take their losses. He's like, you know, Scotty will constantly be coming after us. And then we find out that Hessington Oil has fired them. Mm. And Harvey being the lawyer that he is, 
even though Don is like telling him call Scotty and find out what actually happened, he just thinks Scotty screwed me. Scotty screwed me. Screw talking to her. I'm going to go handle this myself. And that's when we get our final moment when he takes Lewis with him to sign Tony Giannopoulos. <laughs> Lewis is saving their asses right now. Yeah, he really is. It's a great idea. It's all Lewis's idea. And I like that Harvey let Lewis take the credit, just like right. Katrina said, you know, give Harvey a chance to show you that he can change. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time that we really see Harvey change. And he's thinking like a partner. You know, he's taking what <laughs> Jessica told exactly. him in the beginning of the episode and saying, you know, you can shit all over Lewis as much as you want, but you're a partner now. You might need him down the line, so you need to show him the respect he deserves. You need alliances. Well, to to me, him taking, from a business standpoint, him taking Lewis was like the obviously smart thing to do since, first of all, Lewis is the one that came up with it, and Lewis had already approached them, but they denied him just because he's Lewis. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason that the uh, was Giannopoulos' uh, I don't know his uh, partner associate's name. name. He says, if I walk in the room and say, you brought this, they're going to laugh me out of the room. Mm-hmm. Just because it's him. It's not that it wasn't a good plan or a good idea or whatever he came up with mm-hmm. wasn't good. It was the fact that it was just him. So he went to get Harvey and Harvey brought him because it's kind of like their backs are up against the wall. Yeah. So it's like, well, okay, he came up with this. Let's bring him into the, let's keep the energy going, but I'm bringing the credibility mm-hmm. to make this happen. So it was in Harvey's best interest to bring Lewis, since Lewis is the one that brilliantly came up with the plan to begin with. And that was like kind of common sense. Yeah, and Lewis is a genius with numbers, as we know. And right. even when they're talking about taking the jet to go have lunch with <laughs> Michael Jordan, I still want them to get Michael Jordan to make a cameo on the show because they talk about him a lot. Mm-hmm. And Harvey's always like, oh yeah, me and MJ, me and MJ, you know? So... You know, he's like, oh, yeah, that's perfect. We'll ride with you. And then you can write that off, too. And Lewis. <laughs> and, private jet. Yeah, the private jet. And then Lewis is back. And I was like, yes, like, Lewis has confidence now. Mm-hmm. Harvey's being nice to him. It all seems to be going great. Well, let's great. just hope he doesn't take him to a mud bath. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. things could get a little weird. Because we know he loves his mudding. Um, but then, you know, Scotty, of course, shows up and is like, it wasn't me. And then, boom, find out that Ava actually fired them. So did Ava fire both, I think so. And now she's suing both. Yes, both yes. places. She's right? suing both and everybody and everything in between for malpractice. That sucks because I kind of feel she's like she got found guilty for murder. No, she got off. Did she get off? Yeah, she got she off. Got they off. did get off. They but, got her off. But there was and Darby like, took the hit. Darby did take the hit, but there was she. She. But Darby knew about it because yeah. Stephen was involved. Right. So, so I feel like she was, That's who you should. But maybe she just filed when her. they were joined, yeah. and it hit both companies. And so because she, they didn't the tell lawsuit. her. Mm-hmm. She felt like they were... From her per- per perspective, yeah. yeah. She, it's like she got played. Well, yeah. they did keep her in the dark in, in a, lot a lot of the of decision-making, things. and it was like, well, this is my life. This is, you know, and my choice in a way, too, if I want to take this deal or if I don't want to take this deal. But they made a lot of the decisions for her, which was unfair mm-hmm. and a lot of the time was gambling on her life and how many how many years she was going to get in jail all because of personal uh things between Harvey disputes and disputes between you know the people they were going up against well one of the attorneys from the firm go ahead you were going to say something but they also kept things in my opinion because she does buy off people 
Yeah. And so I think that it started off that way because she was trying. Remember, in the beginning, she did try to buy. She's like, well, we'll Mm -hmm. just pay them. And so I think that started them not telling her a lot of the things because she will always try to pay off everyone. And and that's why I think they didn't put her on the stand. Yeah, which was the initial thing was that she was... But she bribery. kept on saying, you know, that I need to go in there. I need to have them hear what I have to say. And they're like, no, you know, that's the last thing you want to do. But at the same time, they're coming from a different place where practice is completely different. The way you do business, the way you do everything is completely different than anywhere in the United States. So they are True. used to, you know, buying people off. They are used to doing uh, under the table deals. But to them, that's like nothing. Mm-hmm. True. To, to that, because they don't have the s- structure in the government that we do here, that it's normal. But if she would admit that she did bribe, then they would automatically probably, the doubt would be like, well, you know what, she probably did commit those murders and she would probably go to prison. That's why I think they didn't put her on, be, just because of the fact that she did Cause bribe. Because yeah. of the bribery. Because it right. all started with the bribery. Yeah. It all goes bribery, back right. to the bribery. There's people who know that she also, after. They, she was being charged with the bribery. She tried to bribe the person who was charging right. her with the bribery <laughs> to get her off again. Right. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that she did wrong. There's a lot of things that they did wrong. And Well, one of the attorneys from the firm was the one that yeah, actually that. did it. So that's <laughs> right. where the, the, the calls from our practice. I mean, she's being she's on trial for something that actually one of the attorneys from the firm that's representing her is the one that actually did it. Mm-hmm. It's like she's going to get all that all those attorney's fees back and some. And I think it it had to do a lot with Harvey not admitting to the fact that he thought she was guilty or not guilty because she really wanted to know his 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 honest opinion. And I think that's going to come out in the season finale where she when she comes after them, she's going to that's going to play a role somehow. I don't know how, but it's going to come out some way because she really wanted someone that believed in her and backed her up. And it just seemed like he was just doing his job and he didn't want to get emotional and get too much into, into the case. But she was really looking for that, looking for the support, um, not just an attorney. Mm-hmm. And speaking of support, we would love it if you guys went and supported us on iTunes. Make sure you rate our show, give us five stars, and leave us a comment. You can also check us out on YouTube, um, where you can comment on there as well and watch the video feed. We try to respond to everyone. I love reading all your comments every week. You guys have some great discussions on there. And you keep us on our toes for things that we miss all the time. And while you're online anyway, make sure you go to SerialBuddies.com and check out Kevin Undergaro and Maria Menounos' hilarious film, Serial Buddies. Um, help us out here at AfterBuzz because what you give to that helps us out here. So make sure you check it out. It's a funny, funny film. Download it. Tweet us. Let us know what you think. Um, and, yeah. And so let's talk about Mike and Rachel. Let's. That opening scene. I'll let she get to take it. Because <laughs> I know it's what she's been waiting for. No, go ahead. I'll just chime in. <laughs> I thought it was a very hot and steamy scene. Mm-hmm. You know, Mike's trying to get ready for work. Here comes Rachel. Oh, no, you shouldn't leave. And with her robe and everything. Of course, we didn't get to see much of what happened after that. But it was a fun way to wake up with them in her apartment um, and just kind of see where their relationship's at because we haven't seen a lot of, we've seen them in the office working together, but we haven't really been seeing a lot of them outside the office lately. True. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was good. <laughs> Anybody else? I'm, I'm calming down. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But then their very, their very hot and steamy opening mm-hmm. quickly went kind of sour, sour when they got to work and Rachel starts naming the list of things that Michael does or that, yeah, Mike does to annoy that kind of get under her skin a little bit. Um, like how he drinks from the bottle, from things in the fridge and takes her. That means he's not home trying. Yeah. Takes her bottle <laughs> takes to work. Takes her bottle to work. Puts his dishes, his dirty dishes in the wrong side of the sink. Is that a little extreme? That's a I was, little That was OCD. my third question. I said, is, is Rachel overreacting? Is that overreacting? That's a good question to ask, you know, uh, a guy from a male's perspective. Which part? If The, she, if, the dish in the wrong side of the sink. I, I mean, she should explain that stuff to him. She's like, this goes over here. This goes over there. If if he doesn't, if she's told him, and he keeps doing it, then I could see how it would be a pet peeve or it's kind of annoying. But I think she said you left it again. Yeah. So it meant he's done it before, and they've right. probably had this conversation, and he didn't remember. And she said, "Well, with your skills, how mm-hmm. can you not remember?" Because it's petty. Exactly. That's I think it's petty. It's also- petty, and just she, watch but, it. But it, you know, from watching the episode, you can see that she's reluctant to move in with him. She's, you know, she's happy when he asks. But that's one of those things from a guy's perspective that a girl just is happy. It's like a girl is not interested in a guy, and a guy will ask her, you know, what's up, baby? Can I get your number? What's going on? And she's happy that the guy is hitting on her. It makes her feel good about herself, but she has no intention on going out with this guy. (laughs) It's one of those kind of things. Oh, so you think she has no intention of moving in at all? I think she feels good that she knows where he's at. It's like he's making – it's a symbol of commitment. Like he's he's taking this level of commitment for himself. Now she has options. Ah, See, I took it. Stanford moving in. Stanford. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How do you decide? Mm -hmm. But I thought that when she was doing the list, it's kind of one of those things where, you know how. You already get comfortable. Yeah. People are people do things to annoy you, but you don't speak up and say anything. And by the time you do, you end up being nitpicky about things because then everything that they do is bothering you. So instead of it being the one thing. It turns into everything, right. every little thing. Mm-hmm. So I kind of felt like that's where her list was coming from because, I mean, there's two things on the list, which she was like, I only have two things. But they were both very little things, and I kind of felt like there was a bigger issue, and maybe it was the reluctancy of maybe, you know, not knowing what their future was or something that was really bothering her. So these little things it's were little what things. came out in that moment. Because she knows she's going to Stanford. She doesn't want to move in and get all close knowing that she's going to Stanford. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. But then so it manifests point. in all these little things. Really, there's a bigger issue. That's usually what it is. It's the little things that manifest from the big, the one big but thing. But I think he's still living the, the single, you know, bachelor life and she doesn't feel comfortable going over to his apartment because it's, it, she, Keeps thinking of Tess in that bed sheet. That's yes. all she can imagine. I'm like, okay, that sucks that you saw that, but I mean, think of. Women he has, are like he that. has to think of the ex boyfriends. He never caught anyone in there, but your ex boyfriends have been in your place before, so. Women are like that. Women will make you get rid of a whole bed. <laughs> <laughs> they will. They wow. do stuff like that. They make you get rid of clothes, they make you get rid of stuff. That's how women do that. That sort of thing. So was her reaction to Mike going to her dad and using her as a kind of pawn in his 
lawsuit was that an overreaction on her part too yes definitely she trips way too much because you know now that i could say is a good lawyer move you know you go and you use her dad loved it exactly you know he's an attorney he knows that he actually mike stepped up to him Mm -hmm. and uh, he didn't disrespect him but he stepped up to him and usually a girl is happy when the guy Impre- the guy she loves impresses her dad. Right. It was like, oh, you like? He's like, yeah, he has balls. Blah, right. blah, 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 blah. And she was like, oh, okay, cool. But now she's like, it's complicated. Like, no, it's not complicated. You're complicated. When she's explaining to him, like, he's like, well, your dad loved it. What's the problem? Right. And she's like, it's complicated. He's like, what? It's not complicated. But how she's it- making the situation complicated because she's not communicating because she has there's a bigger plan that she's going to Stanford and there's all this other stuff. She's confused. Just to play devil's advocate on this, how's what Mike did using Rachel's dad's emotion for his daughter any different than what Scotty did? Besides it being that Scotty had a romantic relationship with Harvey. They both played on the other person's emotions to get what they wanted. Yeah, but mm. well, Scott wasn't genuine though. I don't think Scotty. I think she was genuine. I think her back was think... up against the wall, and she just really needed what she needed. So I think she she's down. always playing chess at all times. I think that Mike is not. Mike just genuinely like, okay, we're we really need your help on this. But I think with Scotty, she's always has something up her sleeve at all all the time. Well, uh, Rachel's dad was being a dick, like he did say himself. Yeah, he was being a dick. So it's like. Two men. It's two men having doing business, and I don't think she really needed to be so emotional about. But plus, that him doing business, it's like, look, this is what it is. If he's going to take it to this level, then I got to counter. It's just that simple. They're in a war game. But of he kind of went, he went outside the box by bringing up a personal thing but to get what he wanted instead of bring, finding a way business wise to outsmart him. Because her dad brought up personal as well by bringing Harvey in and he said if you mess with Harvey basically you mess with me so I wonder how your daughter would think about you know what you're what you're saying or what you're doing yeah I think if I if I were Rachel I wouldn't have liked being a pawn in someone else's game against my dad not I wouldn't have overreacted to the point that she got to but I also it feels like something from like the medieval times like you're out there on the golf course negotiating a deal deal over my dowry with my father because I'm not involved and you're bringing me up in stuff that I'm not involved in to get my dad to agree with you as opposed to as opposed to finding another way to actually use your lawyer business smarts to get but him even to if agree. that wasn't her dad he still would have found a way to get yeah him so in. he should have treated it like it wasn't her dad to find but a this different just way. happened to be her dad so this is one of the tactics he's using so and they needed that yeah they did so need I, think, it. I think that he went the desperate route I don't think that if he really didn't need that I don't think he would use which she should understand she works for the firm yeah right so you know they're about to lose all their clients and they're not getting any more revenue she's tripping <laughs> That's like, what are you thinking? Just yeah. like Harvey said, he was like, maybe you're a better negotiator than I thought. Like, yeah. Like, that's part of negotiation. Like, mm-hmm. And then, like like I said, the dad took it, He, you know. He, he took it as he, a good he thing. He kind of, he did. Because he took it to a certain level. And then he dropped bombs on him by bringing the daughter up. So it's kind of like, 
oh, he can play with the big boys. That's right. kind of how the dad was looking at him like, I feel good with my daughter being in this guy's hands. If he could step up to me like that, then right. I got to give this guy some respect. Exactly. Yeah. So she has no She should have no took reason. off her shirt after, right after that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm just saying this go, to, baby, I'm just go. trying to play the other side. Drop the panties. Leave the shirt on. Go, Drop the baby. panties. <laughs> and I'm just trying to play the other side, you know, play a little devil's advocate. But I, I do think that she overreacted to that and that Mike, I mean, it's kind of hot what he did. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, you stood up to my father, and my father respects you. And her dad is a scary man. Yeah. He's what a very well-respected lawyer mm-hmm. in New York City. So I, I was thinking dumper. <laughs> You're always thinking dumper. As soon as, as soon as he was like, you know, she was like, oh my gosh, you know, he's like, your dad loved it. If your dad loved it, what's the problem? She was like, it's complicated. I'm like, no, you're complicated, and I'm not. Bye. <laughs> I was thinking like just dump her but, I but mean, she did the same thing when um, they brought when they were doing the mock trial with the but Lewis and Mikado and the you know they Nigel. brought uh, the old what was his name the co-worker oh Harold mm-hmm. Harold when they brought Harold back she laid all his you know dirt on the table and they were friends mm-hmm. how can you use that you know because she's a crybaby <laughs> so it's like well, you gotta do what you gotta do and if she wasn't an attorney Let's say, and Mike used her against her dad. I would understand because I'm like, okay, you know, this is personal. But you work for the firm. That's yeah. about maybe to shut down. And your dad should already be thinking about you. And you already know how dirty they play. So you would, you know, I would tell Mike, oh, you know, if he doesn't uh, go for it, go ahead and use me, you know, mm-hmm. uh, as bait to get him to. Yes. Whatever, so, give in. Yes. If she were dating Harvey and Harvey would have done that, she wouldn't have said anything. She would have had a glass too. I think the, it's it's more expected <laughs> out of Harvey to do something like that than Mike. I think she and only Harvey's did it boss. because her yeah. mom overreacted while her mom was surprised about the whole moving in. And I think that's what played a little bit into her b- thinking it's complicated now because I know with my mom, if my mom was like, oh, I don't know, like if I was excited about something, then I'd kind of be like, oh, well, maybe, maybe I should be thinking about this a little bit more because my mom, you know, her and her mom have a very close relationship, so. But the mom made a good point. You're about to go to Stanford. So why are you going to move in with Well, she said you don't know where you're going yet. That's why we found out. But yeah, yeah, you don't know. So that was a good point, though, from moms. Yeah, moms. Moms got some knowledge. And Donna got knowledge. But you don't have to know where you're going to know if you want to move in with him or not. You could say, I want to move in, but it really has to do where I get accepted into and where I choose to go. True. But we she know that she doesn't communicate very well. <laughs> she doesn't communicate very yeah, well. Yeah, well, she's probably thinking she doesn't want to move in just to, you know, if she got into Stanford to have to leave and go but somewhere else. Because if she was already moving in with him and they were very happy in that space, then what's to say that she wouldn't start jeopardizing her future and be like, you know what, maybe I can just stay here and not go off to Stanford and pursue my dreams. Well, she, she didn't have to move in. To. She could have still said yes because he still has the apartment. Obviously, he can't sell it, and he's not renting it. So they weren't going to move in like tomorrow. Yeah. And you have a certain deadline where you get your acceptance letters by. So she would have known by a certain date of where she's going if she's going. Mm-hmm. And she would have said, "Okay, let's wait and see. You know where I get accepted into, but you know I definitely want to move in with you. Period." Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was but, playing politics in a relationship. 
A little bit. Yickety, 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 yickety. He's like, okay. He's like, where okay, cut it is, off. <laughs> where is the proof? The proof is in the pudding. This, this, all this, all the yickety, yickety. If you guys are listening, you can't see what I'm doing. I'm doing a little thing with their hands when they were just talking, talking, talking and running their mouth too much. I mean, hey, that, she could have said that. I would just been like, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. I, I want to move in with you, but blah 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 it's kind of like what Jessica and Harvey were doing to Lewis it was like yeah this is yours you're going to be the quarterback but they're going to snap the ball to you that's kind of the same thing Mm -hmm. it's like you can't lawyer within a relationship that's whack but when you have two lawyers in a relationship you're going to get a lot of that going on so you got to leave the work you got to leave work at work that's what they need to do. So Rachel's into Stanford, so now everything's sort of up in the air and we don't know what's going to happen until next week I think we'll find out in the finale. But before we get into predictions, let's do a little news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. So the ratings are in from last week. And in the adult 18 to 49 rating, Suits tied for second place with Tosh.0 and Rizzoli and Isles. They all earned a 1.2 ratings. And Suits was up. From last week's 1.0. So oh, the ratings right. are still climbing. Yeah. And Tosh.0. What is it's that? a comedy it's show a, yeah. with Daniel Tosh. Is it funny? It's like a yeah. clip show. It's oh, like okay. soup on Comedy Central. Yeah. Oh, He's okay. a funny guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, um, what source is this? Oh, Entertainment Weekly had an article with Max Beasley, who played the British Harvey, or Steven, um, where he talked a little bit more about the bathroom brawl that we saw. <laughs> um, and... Surprise, well, not surprising, but they said that, you know, Steven's reference to being a rugby player, so clearly he wasn't going to go down without a fight because rugby players know how to get down. But, um, they originally filmed Steven throwing more punches than, than what ended up in the final cut. But he says that he was happy with the way the scene turned out because the audience always has Harvey's back, so clearly he needed to come <laughs> out on top. But he just wanted everyone to know that he did get a few more punches in there. Harvey didn't just take sure, him out right away. Buddy. Oh, that would um, good to see. Yeah. He also says that <laughs> um, when he signed on for this, he was just told that it was gonna, he was going to be playing the British Harvey. So he didn't really know where his character was going. So he liked it because he just got to be in the moment in each scene and not just like the audience doesn't know where it's taking him. He couldn't read too much into anything because he didn't know what he was going to end up. He didn't know he was going to be a murderer basically. (laughs) Um, And then he talks about um, Donna, and he says, and I quote, what was vital for the audience to understand that actually his relationship with Donna wasn't a play. It wasn't a move on Steven's part whatsoever. He had his strategy formed, but the Donna situation was an added bonus. They are legitimate feelings. He's not a douchebag that's just pulling her along so he can manipulate. So it is quite painful in a way. Aww. So on I'd, screen and off screen? or <laughs> <laughs> I think that's mostly just on screen. Yeah. Well, he did mention on like, m- multiple times he never meant to hurt her. It, I think it was just for him business as usual he was doing what he was supposed to do yeah. he was doing what he thought was expected of him and he just stepped up to the plate and handled business and he did have genuine feelings for Donna as well it had nothing yes. nothing had one one didn't have anything to do with the other I believe that too I know that there was a little dispute over if his feelings for Donna were legit or not like in the comments we've gotten and everything so now we can bury that hatchet and know that at least Donna knows that Mm-hmm. And she got a new yeah. bag. And she got two. Two. 
got two, got two new guys. <laughs> I mean, and a ride, and to, a work. ride to work. <laughs> I mean, and yes, Harvey can talk to her like that since he bought her new bag. <laughs> Especially as expensive as the bag probably was. <laughs> but look, I'm gonna talk to you. I got a couple more comments that I can give you because of that bag. After the two more comments, then I'll chill out. But I got two more comments to make. I'd rather have a check. <laughs> that, that would be nice too. Harvey just the bag. Blank give me the check, check right here for me to do fill it out a for blank you. Blank one. Blank yes. check. Give me the check. Um, let's talk about our predictions. Ooh. And now you're after Buzz TV. So a lot seems to be going down in the finale next week. Mm-hmm. Um, we see that Ava's back. She's suing. Ava's back. Ava's back, and she's pissed. She's po'd like really like. I feel like I have a parrot over here. Just <laughs> she's pissed. I'm your hype man. Po on PMS. I'm my hype man. Woo. Um, so what are some of you guys' predictions? I don't want to start. You know what I have for some reason. I feel like there's going to be a complete twist and we're going to be shocked. I don't know who, what, I just saw it and I was just like, something's going to happen where it's just going to completely shock us. I feel like they're setting up the preview to yeah, make us like, think one thing. Right. Maybe the British Harvey didn't do it, something, or someone else is in on it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. but um, And then also, too, when Mike said, if you go to Stanford, it's over. I was just kind of like... Never give a woman an ultimatum. An ultimatum, right. Like, really? This is my career. Yeah, don't tell so me So I think do. that she's going to just be like, oh, okay. For real? I got you, boo. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. you the black back. side of her is right. going to come you, out. You see my red bottoms? You see my red bottoms walking out of here? <laughs> Watch them as I leave. <laughs> so I think that she's going to go to Stanford. That's my prediction. Well, to go off of that, <laughs> I think she is not going to go to Stanford, but they're still going to break up. Mm. And I think Ava is actually going to help uh, Harvey and Jessica to get the the clients back from Darby. Mm-hmm. It's oh, like going to be the. It? I think Ava's going to be the leverage. I kind of think so. That, like the strategic move. She's. I think that they're going to go to get Ava convinced. and try and strike a deal with her to. Not be not include them in the lawsuit. No, like, I think Harvey's going to convince her that they had nothing to do with it, and yeah. they actually did everything that they could to, uh, you know, support her and not get her years in jail. But it was Har- uh, Stephen who was giving them, you know, giving the the prosecutors leads, and it destroyed her case. So I think she's going to drop them, but they're going to use uh, Ava's going to put herself up as leverage against Darby to get the oh okay the well, client the whole firm is merged right now so until that the, yeah. the merger is dissolved well, they then that's going to include everybody in that firm no but they signed over um what did they sign Folsom Foods no oh, the um, Tony Giannopoulos's company no what did Lewis sign the- off on uh oh he signed the dissolving merger but scotty also said that she wasn't gonna honor it right. because right. she wasn't getting what she wanted she would sue them so it's a no and so, so right now the the, firms, merger. the mergers are still together right. but i'm saying i think they're gonna use ava as a leverage you know scotty's gonna be out of the picture completely mm. darby's not gonna go against ava 
Well, we'll see. He's we'll see. You never know. You never know. Because now he can't practice law in the state today. Like he's lost so much. So yeah, and he was withholding information. He was involved. So my prediction is that we'll be back next week with finale with the finale of baby season three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and let everyone know where they can find you guys on social medias. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Club Daddy. C O U B T H A W D E U S. <laughs> you guys find me on Twitter and Instagram at Real Emma Cave. You can find me on Twitter at Ashita Andre and Instagram at Ashita Andre. She oh. finally did it! Yay! You should have waited for the finale. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tiana Hobson. Make sure you guys go on YouTube and iTunes and comment and tweet us your predictions for the finale. We'll see you guys next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 